Welcome back, fight fans. Welcome back to another edition of Open Boxing Talk with the IVFP. And I'm joined by my special guest, Miss Spicy Boxing, is in the building. Talk to him. Hey. And look, we got a lot to cover today. So look, let's just break it down honestly and objectively as possible. And one thing I really wanted to touch on today that has not been getting a lot of attention that people have not really been talking about like they should is the Canelo Triple G trilogy. The first two fights were very controversial. People were all over the map on those fights. What do you think about this fight coming into the trilogy with Canelo Triple G? Does it mean anything? Is it an important fight? Does it need to happen? Um, Are you excited for it? Give me your thoughts, Miss Spicy. I'm not really excited for this fight whatsoever. Um, we all we saw what we saw in fights one and two, and I think that's you know we're gonna disagree on this on these points. But the first fight I saw Triple G have have the victory. Of course, we we saw that that was a draw, which you know it is what it is. Second fight I saw that one as a draw, but Canelo won. I don't really see what the point of this third fight is. I think it's really just Eddie Hearn trying to get his money. Um, but other than that, that's it. I mean, you have an old Triple G fighting a Canelo at, the, at his prime. That's not going to end good. And I, I don't have much to say about it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the, the reason why I think this fight is meaningful from my perspective is Canelo Alvarez is coming off of a loss. When you come off of a loss, you know, not everybody responds the same way. So I'm excited about that. Triple G, even being 40, he's a unified middleweight champion. He's still a naturally bigger fighter than Canelo Alvarez. And this also ends the talk about, you know, are they ever going to have a trilogy? Is one guy running from it or not? Triple G has been asking Eddie Hearn about this trilogy. He's been begging Eddie Hearn for this trilogy. And he finally got what he's been asking for. Triple G wants to make sure that he supports his family financially. This is all really a money grab. From Not from Canelo. More I didn't say that. Say more Triple G and Eddie Hearn. Well, Triple G has been pushing for it. Money grab or not, he basically, you know, a lot of people are talking up Triple G saying that Canelo Alvarez is finished. He's washed. He's done. This is going to be the hardest fight of his career yet again. Because he lost a fight at 175? That's what they're saying. <laughs> that makes That's no sense. That makes no sense. What kind of performance do you expect from Canelo in this fight against Triple G? I I expect Canelo to, you know, to apply some pressure, really almost like the second fight where they both went at it. I mean, you could see from that second fight that they both, you know, had some chins. Um, But I I see Canelo dominating this fight. I I think Triple G is going to be competitive. I, 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 I don't see that at all. I think... Triple G has declined, and I think it, a lot of it has to do with his age uh, in the well, mileage. But he's still a unified middleweight champion. You can't discredit So that. does he still fight the same way that he did when they fought the second fight well, or the first fight? No, he doesn't, he right? He doesn't, but he's still a unified. When We, we got to keep going. We're talking, we're, we're talking about facts here. And, and I, I don't like to really delve on opinion too much, but we're talking about a few facts. One, Triple G is a naturally larger man, and going up in weight is going to help him. He doesn't have to cut as much weight. Another thing that's going to help Triple G is the fact that he hasn't been overly active these last few years. He has not been fighting, you know, four or five times a year, three times a year where he's been putting a lot more mileage on his body. So Triple G has actually been wanting and preparing himself for this fight for years. But what happens when a, when a 
person goes up in weight. Yeah, you said that, you know, he's he's naturally the bigger man, but what also comes with that is that he's going to be slower. Potentially. No, think think about this. Canelo Alvarez is always the smaller guy in this fight. So I don't think weight makes a difference. I, I just don't see that making a difference. It did make a difference in the first two fights. I don't see it making a difference in this fight. I mean, think about you it. You saw it make a difference when Canelo went up to 175. Well, that's that's a reach. Canelo Alvarez is like 5'7 to 5'8. That's, of course, that's going to make a difference for him. But we're talking about when Canelo first fought Triple G, he went up in weight to fight Triple G, mm-hmm. a bigger guy. And he's actually doing him a favor because Triple G is older, coming in at 168 compared to 160 is much better on his body. Even Triple G said that. So we're just going to go by the facts on it. He's a unified middleweight champion. Canelo's coming off a loss. What better of a time for Triple G to go at Canelo than right now at a moment where you could catch him off guard. The guy's coming off of a loss. He's actually coming back down in weight. You don't know how that's going to affect his body. This, This could be a very intriguing fight. And I've heard some people say, you know, uh, if Canelo doesn't knock him out, that'll be a disappointment. And I don't believe that. The only reason why I, I say that is, is that Triple G's never been knocked out. Mm-hmm. So why would you expect that that to happen in this fight? If Canelo- He's a challenging opponent with a lot of tools. I mean, I don't see that as, as a failure on Canelo's part if it doesn't happen. Now, could it happen? I think there's a, light, a high think, likelihood that it could. I, I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't happen, I don't see it as an ultimate failure on Canelo. I mean, think about it like this. Jamal Charlo could knock out um, the the last Palatero that he fought. (laughs) But people are, you know, putting this on Canelo. You know, Demetrius Andrade did knock out 99% of the guys (laughs) he walks around fighting, these these cab drivers. So let's let's not put an onus on a guy for a knockout. Devin Haney didn't knock out Cambosis. But nobody's criticizing or punishing him. And Cambosis has never been what Triple G has been in the sport of boxing. So let's just keep that same energy for Canelo Alvarez that we do with everybody else. You don't have to knock out Triple G. My only expectation for this fight for Canelo Alvarez, for me, since he's coming off of a loss, a guy coming off a loss, you need to bounce back. He needs to get a convincing win against Triple G. I think you're at the point in your prime, you should be hungry. You're coming off a loss. I expect Canelo Alvarez to come in here and at least win clearly. No controversy. And if it goes to the cards, that's fine. Just get a good decision mm-hmm. a decision where no one can cry and moan about it uh and if you get a stoppage all the better because at the end of the day there's no controversy in that mm-hmm. so in the fight in a non-controversial way going but but in fairness to canelo there's a lot of haters out there you know anytime somebody lands a punch on canelo he won the round <laughs> so you, you you know how these guys are you know some guys had billy joe saunders up some guys had kayla plant up and, and those are just delusional. That's why were they watching? But that's every Canelo fight. They they always say that oh the judge is going to rob somebody, but then every time Canelo does something positive, oh it's nothing. But these are the guys they glorify. You got to understand this man gets more hate than any fighter that I've seen. So at the end of the day, I just think that Canelo Alvarez should aim for a non-controversial fight, get the victory by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Of course. All right, and now let me break it down. Canelo Alvarez has been asking over and over and over. You know, everybody wants to Canelo sweepstakes, all of this. Do you believe, and he's been asking these guys to fight each other, you get a shot, whatever. Do you believe that Triple G would be Andrade, Charlo, Benavidez? Would he be their hardest fight to date? For those guys. For those guys. Oh, yeah, of course. 
let's let's start with uh, Charlo, then Andrade, then Benavides. So I don't necessarily think that Charlo has um, really a lot of boxing ability. So I think that, he, you know, that would just be uh, a nightmare for him um, if it came to that. And I don't think he's ever had an opponent quite as e- gifted e- as Canelo. Even a 40-year-old Triple G right now? Oh, yeah. You think he would give Charlo that work? He would. And I, and I don't think Charlo would want it. I mean, look look at all this time that's gone by. Why have you never even tried to make that fight? He's called for it, um, but we don't know if that's a bluff or not because mm-hmm. he's called for Benavidez, didn't want the fight. He's called for Canelo and rejected the fight back in 2019. So he's called for fights before that he really didn't really want in the moment. He's called for Andrade fights, never took the fight. So he's a bit of a capper. He's mm-hmm. called for Danny Jacobs fight, didn't really want the fight. So calling for a fight is not the same thing as making it happen. So let look, let's go back to it. Do you think that that's a fight would be the best win on his resume if he beat Triple G today, even at 40 years old and a unified middleweight champion. Do you think that'd be the best one on his resume? Compared to everybody that he's fought? Yes. I agree 100%. Even at 40, this would be Charlo's best win. <laughs> and now think about it. And that's and, sad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But that's also interesting because Canelo Alvarez is taking Charlo, what, what could be Charlo's best win mm-hmm. off of a loss? Off yeah. of a loss? Okay, what about Demetrius Andre? Would, would Triple G be his biggest challenge to date? And would he also be his biggest win? Yes, on both sides. Once again, this is Canelo fighting off of a loss. Would this be David Benavides' most difficult fight of his career? And I guess the best name on his resume. Yes, because bo- all of their resumes are, are garbage. And and yet these guys are not fighting each other. These guys are not putting in the work. And that's not to say Charlo's not a good fighter, Andrade, Benavides, but we don't know how good any of these guys are until they fight each other. Right, fight one another. We want to see those fights. These guys waiting around for Canelo sweepstakes. And and I've heard this narrative, Canelo's ducking everybody and they bomb. How is he ducking Surdo Remedes, um, Bavol, Benavides? How's he ducking all of these guys at the same time? It's impossible to duck everybody at the same time. And here's the funny thing. He ended this year already booked with Baval and Triple G. Mm-hmm. So how the fact that anybody can mention anybody else is really stupid. This is just really narratives that they're spreading around. I mean, what are you saying? I think that's all it is. It's all, you know, it's all about race to these people for whatever reason. I don't know why it, you know, your fighter has to be X color for them to be the greatest. Like, just look at the resume, look at who they fought, look at the level of competition before you start judging. And look, I'm a big fan of um, the fight that's coming up between Dimitri Baval and Gilberto Sordo Ramirez. Um, I guess I'll give you my little breakdown on that right now. Um, I think that can be an extremely competitive fight. I think that Gilberto Ramirez is massive for the division, and, and he can rehydrate to a heavyweight. Um, I think his size and his power alone could give Boval some problems. I don't think it's an easy fight for Boval, but I think that Boval's ability to be more technical, his footwork, able to turn Ramirez, his speed and his thudding jab will give Ramirez the hardest and most difficult fight of his career. And I think that the skills of Dimitri Bovol is ultimately what's going to get him a uh, victory. I don't know if he can get the stoppage, but I believe it should go 12 rounds. I think it's going to be a competitive, difficult fight, but I think Bovol should win clearly against Ramirez. That's my opinion. That's, that's my breakdown. And one thing that leans me towards this is a lot of people like to call Dimitri Bovol a cherry pick for Canelo Alvarez. They try to talk down on the man, try to say that he's, he's not this, he's not that. 
But at the end of the day, look, this is what it is. Dimitri Boval, according to CompuBox stats, he was the hardest hitter to he's the he's the hardest boxer to hit in the sport of boxing right now. Right now. He's the hardest guy to hit in boxing right now defensively mm-hmm. he's that good defensively and, and the defense doesn't just come from head movement or anything like that or blocking shots it's his footwork mm-hmm. it's his ability to stay out of range of shots ramirez is not faster than him and his footwork is nowhere near his so this is going to be a whole new ballpark for a guy like ramirez although i think ramirez size and power can can contribute to some success for him in the fight i think the technical ability of dimitri Bavol will overcome anything that Ramirez brings to the table. And one more thing I'll preface is that both of these guys have sparred together. These guys are very familiar with each other in the sparring arena. We don't know if these guys know what to expect from each other in the actual fight, because as you know, sparring and fights are completely different things. Some people feel like if you win a sparring match, you're going to win the boxing <laughs> match. That's not true. That's not how boxing works. Don't be an idiot. It's basically practice, right? And in practice, I mean, you you may be practicing one thing and doesn't mean that you know it's going to be the same thing when you actually fight um but i I do think that ultimately sordo's demise is going to be the you know the lack of a footwork right or um him being a technical sound fighter i think um you know bivol has a lot of a lot of tools um that he can pull from for him to take that victory now I'm going to ask you this. How much of a chance are you giving Gilberto Ramirez to win this fight? I call it a 70-30 in Bivol's favor. Okay. Um, I'll say an 80-20. I think if Dimitri Bivol loses this fight, that'll be a major upset and a shocking loss because he's so highly skilled. It would be. And then, of course, you know what's going to come after that. Oh, wow, Canelo's ducking Surdo. And here's the funny thing about that is that's probably the only reason why anybody's rooting for Sordo <laughs> Ramirez is because they're hoping that, that's the only reason that, why they're well. And and, and, and here's a news flash to everybody: Canelo Alvarez says I don't like to fight with Mexican fighters. You know, he's a Mexican national. Ramirez is a Mexican national. Now, here's the interesting thing about all of this: at the end of the day, Canelo Alvarez has fought with Mexican fighters before, and he stated that he's willing to fight a Mexican fighter if it makes sense. But he's not in a rush to just go fight a Mexican fighter. Now, if Ramirez wins the belt and it makes sense, I'm sure Canelo Alvarez will take the challenge as he's done in the past. We go on history. We don't just prejudge a situation. And even if he does not decide to fight Ramirez, doesn't mean he's ducking anybody. How are you ducking a guy that's not in your division? Canelo Alvarez is not campaigning at 175. His best weight, according to him, is 168. And that's the weight where he's undisputed. Mm-hmm. He's one and one at 175. So why would you say that he's campaigning there when he has the majority of his fights at 168 compared to 75? That doesn't make any sense. And he's at 168 again for this fight. It goes so, back to the narrative that people are pushing. People just like to push narratives um, because they're a bunch of dumbasses. Men lie, women lie, but the facts don't lie. <laughs>